0: Good morning, Alan.
1: It's been a very difficult last 48 hours in Ukraine. How are you coping? Whereabouts are you as we speak at the moment?
0: Uh, well, at the moment, I'm still in my mother-in-law's home in the city of Rivne, which is about 300 kilometers to the west of Kiev. And, uh, yeah, coping with it, a lot better, I think, than I was yesterday. Yesterday was initially a big shock to the system. Um I was lying in bed uh, at about two a.m. and uh, decided to check the news. And according to all sorts of reports from Ukrainian officials and journalists, um, they were expecting it, um, something to happen uh, at around four four thirty a.m. And basically, what the, the chain of events was: first, Ukraine closed their airspace. Um, I had been tracking flights over Ukraine online and had seen them, uh, a number of flights divert um, quite quickly out of the country and even one plane from Borspil International Airport in Kyiv took off to the loop and landed almost immediately. And uh, yeah, and then once the airspace had been closed, I think for about 10 or 20 minutes, um, I then heard a number of uh, what sounded like jets flying right over um, our building. So I went, looked out the window, then um, I went down to the balcony, and it was very cloudy and dark, of course, so I couldn't really see anything, and it was almost impossible to hear what direction they were going. It honestly sounded like they were going in every direction. This 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 continued for about half an hour, and then. Um, Vladimir Putin went live and basically made his declaration of war on Ukraine and um, then the videos and the news just started to stream in of explosion after explosion after explosion in certain cities I think it started first in uh, Ukrainian controlled Donbass and then I think uh, there were some explosions in Odessa on the Black Sea and then in Kharkiv which is I think Ukraine's second biggest. Ukraine's second biggest city, um, very close to the Russian border. And then after about half an hour, then um, my Twitter feed was just clogged with message after message saying explosion in Kyiv, explosion in Kyiv, And when when I, when I read that, that's that's when it's, it's, it's well, yeah, it really hit me. I decided to wake up my wife and tell her because we have friends in Kyiv, and I wanted her to see yeah. if they were okay. And
1: and are they okay, Bradley?
0: They are, they are. Thankfully they're okay. Um, because the shells uh, have rained
1: down on Ukraine, on Kiev overnight, haven't they? That's according to news reports. They're now shelling Ukraine, shelling Kiev.
0: Um, since I've woken up, I've uh, asked one, uh, either a plane or a, a missile from Russia was shot down. And it was the, uh, the, the debris from this shoot-down um, hit a, a, a rather large residential area in Kiev and the building caught fire um, and it's just it's just so surreal to see these images of your home city. And How
1: close are the Russian army to where you are at the moment then? Because have, having studied this, I'm sure I'm not the only one, for many hours last night on the various news channels, like they've come at it from all angles. They've, they've come through Chernobyl now, which is another major worry. Uh, but they seem to, mm-hmm. it's almost like a pincer movement. They're coming in from all angles. So realistically, how close are they to you, where you are at the moment?
0: Well, I read last night that there are a number of... Uh Russian soldiers and so on in uh, the city of Brest in Belarus which would kind of be at the corner of the Polish Belarusian-Ukrainian border so it would be like the northwest of Ukraine um, I don't know if they're moving or what right now um, but that would be about two hours or so, maybe a bit more maybe okay. about three hours for most um, but um, yeah, I seen no reports of anything happening here. I do believe overnight the Rívena airport was struck but I don't think any serious damage was done.
1: What will you do, Brad? I mean, there's been a call to arms. I mean, as an Irish citizen, obviously are, are you, 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 there's not a risk of you being called up, is there?
0: Well, yeah, I, I won't be called up. The, um, martial law has been introduced and curfews have been introduced in cities across the country um, and as a result, I think... Ukrainian men between the age of 18 and 60, I believe, um, have been told that they won't be able to leave the country. I think the Ukrainian um, army is a little uh, short-staffed in comparison to the size of the Russian army. Um, And as a result, over the last couple of weeks and months, you know, there have been um, uh, voluntary kind of territorial defense units set up where... Um, anyone really who wanted to Um, um, as long as they met certain requirements like if you're a foreigner you have to be officially living in the country for five years so that rules me out Um, but um, yeah they're they're trying to like you know reinforce as much as they can and uh, well yeah given the size of the Russian army Um, In comparison, um, we just have to kind of wait and see. Our plans are, I mean, we've been made aware of where the bomb shelters are in the city. There's a bunker in our building. There's bunkers in most buildings, really, since
1: most of these buildings were... Will you stay put, Bradley, or will you try and get out?
0: Well, my my wife and my family-in-law don't want to leave. Um, and I can understand that, that is, this is their home and while the country is under a massive stress, you know, I mean, uh, I do think they would much prefer have, staying here as, as opposed to, you know, yeah. sitting in long lines at the Polish border. I've seen that they're 10 km, ten kilometers long this morning and, um, I don't think, well, my mother-in-law or, nor my uh, grandparents-in-law, um, especially them, aren't in any state to make any long journeys to Poland or Hmm. anywhere else and to, you know, basically become a refugee and live in a refugee camp. Um, So we're going to stay put. We're safe inside. Um, We know what we need to do in the event of anything happening. Um, My mother-in-law has a friend with an apartment in Lviv, which is the city closer to the border again about two hours from here so if needs be we can head there and again if anything else were to happen we can always head further south into the mountains near Hungary um, um, just as close as possible to any EU or NATO borders really um, so yeah that's 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 where we're at C-
1: Can we be doing more? Is there anything we can be doing apart from keeping in contact with you? Is there anything else we can do?
0: Uh I guess. I mean, I've seen a number of um, posts online, on Twitter and on Instagram and so on with, uh, you know, certain charities people can donate to help the Ukrainian army. Um, I don't really know any off the top of my head, unfortunately, but um, if people if people go looking, and, um, <clears throat> well, yeah, if people go looking online, I think they can find them Um I think there's one called SaveLife.IN.UA, and I think it's a it's a charity of the armed forces um, in Ukraine. So that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Other than that, I mean, I don't think there's so much someone can do from the outside, really.